Hello everyone, this is the Things I Tell My Younger Self podcast. I am your host, Ashley Seeger. This is a place where life stories are shared, the lessons that were learned, and the things we would want our younger selves to know. I've experienced a lot of things in my life, both good and bad, and I'm sharing these experiences to offer support, comfort, and hope to those who may be going through their own challenges. So I know I tell a lot of stories about things that happened with my mom, and that is mostly because I spent the majority of my time with her since I lived with her almost full time. I saw my dad every other weekend, um, and that was about it. When I was younger, it would be every other weekend and like one weekday, I would see him for like dinner. But then that changed as I got older and I'm sure with schedules and stuff, it got harder to accommodate, um, seeing me more, which is understandable. I mean, things change with people's lives. And because I had more time with my mom, I have a lot more stories of things that happened. However, there are stories that I have of living with my dad and things that happened when I was with him as well. I hesitate to talk about things that happened with my dad just because there was just a lot of different feelings and opinions. And quite honestly, I'm still working through so much of what happened when I was a kid. And because of my mom's addictions and the things that she was going through and the fact that I spent so much time with her, we just had a very different relationship. The relationship with my dad was, how do I say this? just not as, as warm, I guess not as, um, loving sometimes in a way. I know that he loved me, but it wasn't like a touchy feely kind of father daughter relationship, which again, I know everybody's different and that's totally fine. You know, he is who he is. And I think sometimes it's hard for me to process the things that happened with him because he didn't have an addiction. He didn't have outside things that I could see to say, oh, well, this makes sense as to why this is the relationship that we have. When I was about 10 or 11, we, when I say we, I mean my dad, my stepmom, and my little brother, who my little brother, I think was about three or four. We all went to California And at the time we lived in Ohio, so that was a huge deal. We were flying across the country. And I remember we had to have like a bunch of things on the plane. Like we had snacks and we had, I think I had a Nintendo color. I don't know. I don't remember. Um, We had headphones. We had all the things to be prepared to go on the flight. And honestly, I don't really remember the flight. I remember being nervous about flying but it seemed like it went fast. I don't know. I'm sure from a parent's perspective, it would be completely different. And we got to California and I feel like it was late at night. And I remember there was a bunch of traffic on the highway, which I thought was just really exciting because where we lived like late at night on the highways, it was pretty dead. And, um, it was just such a neat experience to be across the country and to be in California and all the fun things we were going to (laughs) do. And we did, we did a lot of fun things. I know we went to Knott's Berry farm and we went to the beach and we went to the San Diego zoo and we did like all the touristy things. I'm sure we went to more places, but 
I was young and I don't remember all of them. I do know we went to Disneyland and I remember like two or three things from this experience of going to Disneyland and that will be the topic of this episode today. I remember we went through the the ride and I, I haven't been to Disneyland again since this episode. I went on the ride with my my family and I remember It's a Small World was playing over and over again and those weird munchkin people were there and it was kind of scary <laughs> but I'm sure if I went now as an adult it would be a completely different experience and I think there was a playground or play set or something there and when we were about to leave my little brother and I went to go play on this playset. And I remind you, he is like three or four years old and I'm like about 10 or 11. And we were, we were playing on this playset. My stepmom wanted me to watch off my little brother, which is understandable. And at one point there was this rope ladder or something that we were climbing. And my little brother didn't want to climb it because he was nervous about doing that, which I was like, okay, well I'm going to go, I'll come back down and then we'll go play. And I didn't think he was going to follow me because he was nervous. So I just decided to start climbing and I was climbing up as high as I could go. And I got to the top and I I don't remember what I did next. You know, I was just being a kid playing around and stuff. And I was up there when I came back down and I found my, my family, my stepmom was just livid with me. Um, she if looks could kill, like, that's all I got to say. She was really angry with me. And I was so confused because I'm like, okay, what did I do? I was just playing on the playground. I didn't understand. Apparently my little brother had tried to follow me. He had fallen or gotten hurt or something happened. And, um, she thought that it was because I had neglected to watch over him and keep him safe, which maybe that is true. I don't know. I was 10 or 11. So I honestly don't know. And he had gotten hurt. And my stepmom was just so mad at me about this. She was mad enough that she squeezed the back of my neck and walked me from this playground all the way to the exit, all the way through the parking lot to our car. Like she was squeezing my neck this whole time. And I was just in tears. We're at the happiest place on earth and I am leaving in tears. And that sums up a lot of what I feel is the relationship that I had with my dad and stepmom, which was unfortunate because this is literally the only memory that I have of going to Disneyland is this one scary ride and being in trouble, um, and walking out of Disneyland in tears. Those are, that's what I have. And I have never been back to Disneyland since, and it's not that I'm opposed to going, I just I don't have a lot of happy memories there, like so many people tend to do. And as I think about that as an adult, and I have kids of my own, and I know kids are not perfect, you know, and I try not to put the responsibility of parenting on my children. So in that situation, you know, if my child would have been hurt, it wouldn't have been the other child's fault unless they purposely tried to hurt them because kids get hurt. They fall down. Things happen all the time. And when you're at this, this place that's supposed to be for children, it's supposed to be so happy and it's supposed to be fun and it's supposed to create wonderful memories that are supposed to last them their whole lives. You know, I think that for me, I would want to help that. 
You know, I would want to help those memories to be formed, to help them feel happy and to remember this with fondness and to just feel like, oh man, I want to go back and do that. Like I want to take my kids there someday and create these kinds of memories with them too. And that was not my experience. If I could go back and talk to my younger self, I would tell her a few things. I would first tell her it wasn't your responsibility to watch out for your little brother. I mean, yes, in a way you should have, but it wasn't fully your responsibility. When both of your parents are there, the responsibility is also on them to watch out for, for this little boy. I would also tell her that while she had a bad experience, it doesn't mean that it will be if she goes again. To not avoid situations, places, moments, or opportunities because you had a bad experience there before. I would tell her to try and go again. I would tell her to to go and form new memories, better memories with her kids. And I would encourage her to do this, to be able to start to replace those bad memories. So that way, that's not what she remembers from this time when she had as a kid to go to the happiest place on earth. I would encourage her to do that because sometimes we can recreate those moments in new ways and to be able to help you to feel what you didn't get to in the beginning. And sometimes that can be really healing to go and recreate moments where there are happy memories formed, you know, and you can think back on them with fondness. I would also tell her that once again, this does not define her that because her little brother got hurt or because she was told that she was negligent in taking care of him or watching over him that that doesn't mean it's true that she is not defined by these situations that happen and that she can be assured that sometimes accidents happen sometimes we're thoughtless sometimes we're careless sometimes We don't do the things that we're supposed to do. And sometimes people do that to us too. And how we would want to have compassion on others when someone makes a mistake, that's how we should think about ourselves too. That we should realize that sometimes we make mistakes. Sometimes we don't do the things that we're supposed to do. But it's okay to forgive ourselves. And it's okay to to think about how all the times when we did something right, all the times when we did do the right thing, when we were in the moment that we needed to be, when we were helpful and when we were doing the things for others that they couldn't do for themselves. To think about those moments and see the good in ourselves sometimes is really important because if we hear from others that we're just a failure, that can kind of stick with us and that can be really hard to hear. And it can be hard to not internalize that and make it a part of our self-talk. So I think I would reassure her that this doesn't define her and that she is not the situation, but that she is more important than that. And I would tell her these things to help reassure her that things happen all the time in life and they will continue to happen. And as long as we are trying to do and be the best that we can be, that's really all that we can do at the end of the day. And I hope that you have a wonderful day. I'll see you again next time. 
Thanks for joining me for this episode on Things I Tell My Younger Self. If you enjoyed the show, don't forget to subscribe or leave a review wherever you get your podcasts.